0: Oh, never mind. There we go. Welcome to Olives and Pimentos podcast. I'm your host Sean Mills, and I'm talking with Dan Mills. of Hi. Yeah, of the band Truce and a bunch of other bands. What other bands have you been in? Um, I've
1: been in most. The, the my most uh, the band I was in the longest was called Wheels on the Bus. <laughs> um, that was from like late early 2000s to so like 2000. Five or six. Um, then I was in a band with uh, our mutual friend Johnny Lane for a while. Uh, Johnny Lane band. Uh, then I was in a band with the, uh, called the Folkstones. Um, that's with actually Spencer was in that band. Who's Spencer from Truce? Who I'm currently playing with. Um, we also played, played with. Um,
0: I can't remember. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. No, um, I remember seeing, I met you, uh, first time I met you, and there's no relation between our last names, it's just a coincidence. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because...
1: I, I thought that um, you, I was like, this guy like, related to me some some point down the line?
0: Well, that's the thing too, it's like when I was um, working at a restaurant called Reeves Bakery. My buddy jay was like are you related to this guy i'm like no, no no i don't think so no i haven't seen him at any family functions but We're, um you're
1: from like new brunswick
0: yeah so yeah i'm from new brunswick yeah so i was just down there actually yeah, at my mom's funeral um oh, I'm sorry to hear that. no it's all good man but when yeah. i when i first saw you play i think it was at the brampton irish center okay that would have been quite a while ago. Yeah, when you guys were with... Uh, when you were in Wheels on the Bus. That yeah, was way back when. Yeah, you guys, I, yeah, I remember you guys playing there. And that's the thing, too. Like, both records that you guys... That you did with that band were absolutely amazing. I actually still listen to them to this day. Oh, um, thanks. Yeah, I mean, no, because you guys... Uh, didn't Gerg uh, rec- uh, produce and record it, no?
1: Yeah, he... he re- uh, producer recorded the our second, uh, or no, our third uh, release in the loop um, we did with him. That was the, the, I guess, the latest one we put out. We actually recorded um, a full, not a full link, but like an EP um, after that with Gerg as well that we didn't really complete. and We did most of the music for it and uh, recorded it all, but we didn't any of the vocals because we were actually looking for a singer at that point but weren't able to really find one and then uh some other stuff came up and we kind of just decided to call it quits but actually we just i just put up the um that music on spotify on the wheels on the bus spotify uh, maybe like last year i did it so you can still hear that uh, what we're where we were going to um Without singing, so it's all instrumental.
0: Oh no, way. that's cool. I haven't. I didn't even know you actually did that. I have to check that out. And that's the thing too is like that band, I uh, Wheels on the Bus, like it was just. I guess it was like the beginning. I guess of like the screamo sort of uh, in Canada, if you will.
1: Yeah, in the early like two thousands, there's quite the scene, and at least in like Brampton, Mississauga. Uh, Toronto, like the GTA, had a lot of uh, shows, local shows. A lot of bands. There's, I don't know, tons of bands. There's something going on. Shows every weekend. Yeah. And um, it just quite. Uh, there was, a pretty big uh, scene at that point.
0: Yeah, it was massive because, like, at the point in time, that's when Alexis was coming out, right?
1: Yeah, we actually played with them. Uh, I don't know, quite a few times when they were starting out as well. And then it was just insane to watch them just blow, blow
0: up. Well, that's the thing too. I was, just, I was saying to uh, Spencer too, like it was either, it was either going to be Lex on fire or Monin that I took off.
1: Well, I think they did
0: it to a risk, like kind of,
1: uh, I guess Alexis went a little bit more, but Monin still, uh, they're very
0: well known everywhere. Oh yeah, I know, that's what I mean. is like um, I like they still uh, they're still playing they're coming back with a tour is it, next month. Yeah, I think it's uh next month they're doing a, a tour with um uh, fuck, I'm not gonna Sparta? say Sparta? Sparta? Sparta, that's it, yeah. Yeah. that's cool. Like
1: there's I'm sure those shows are going to sell out. So
0: like, they are really well. Oh, I'm not good. saying they're. I'm not saying they were huge. I'm just saying Alex on Fire sort of had a bigger following and whatnot. Like, but they're yeah, still they're yeah, still massive because exactly. they're the one. To, at one point, they're signed to uh, Monio signed to JHV Records, which was a an indie any label in the states. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, so then you, are drumming, you you do drums. So how long have you been doing the drums for? I do drums. Uh,
1: I started playing when I was like four. My dad had a drum set. He actually bought a drum set from the drummer at Gordon Lightfoot at that time. That's wicked. And, uh, I don't know how that happened, but that's the story. And it was old, um, like a Chrome finished drum set. It was a Slingerland kit. Uh, I think it had maybe six, six or Tom, six toms. Uh, I think it had two drums, I don't remember. And uh just a huge, massive drum set for someone like five years old trying to
0: play. So that was probably like located in the basement, or was it upstairs? Or uh, we actually, we, I lived in an apartment building. My my parents were the supervisors,
1: um, and they had a, the boiler room for the whole apartment. That they had access to. So my dad had set up like a whole jam space and where he would actually hang out with his friends down there. It was, uh, yeah, Amps PA, they had a a reel-to-reel machine to record. So he used to play a little bit too. He played more so guitar and uh, jam with his friends and have fun and party and stuff. But my, uh, I guess he was, that was kind of my influence into playing music because he uh, had all the instruments and the drums and
0: then uh, started me on lessons so do you play other uh any more instruments other than uh drums or
1: yeah i I play a little guitar um and then bass because of that
0: yeah for sure Uh,
1: but yeah mostly drums actually the another band i'm currently in is cheat notes which uh i'm playing guitar and singing in, which is a whole new experience for me that was kind of like we, we started just before the pandemic and basically i just wanted to try something else to see if i could kind of play um to see if i could play guitar and sing basically
0: is that any of that stuff on spotify or no
1: yeah yeah there's a spotify page for that it's Instagram page it's uh we put out some demos so we we had started uh um, it's actually two of the guys from wheels and um our friend pete playing drums and uh so we started kind of just having fun with it. And then we had two shows lined up, like, April of 2020. Or was it March of 2020? Mm. And uh, basically... It's the same month anyways, isn't it, no?
0: Pardon? It's the same month during COVID, isn't it, no?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, a, week, a week before those shows, like, we had been practicing and getting ready. And um, a week before those shows, like, it was supposed to be, like, two shows, Toronto and Branton, I think. And um, yeah, so COVID happened like a week before that. And we, we unfortunately didn't end up getting to play. And <laughs> to this day, we still haven't played a show. But so yeah. after the pandemic, uh, we kind of just like did some demo stuff on my era over the internet, sending files back and forth and whatnot. And then I just uh, did the demos at my place because I have a little setup and uh, we put out some music that way during the pandemic.
0: What's, um so when, uh. When Spencer got a hold of you from a Truce, how did, how did that happen? How did that conversation go?
1: Um, well, I've known Spencer since grade six. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we've been friends for a long time. And we played in bands together before. We were in a Rock Bowl Resolution. That's the other band I forgot to mention. No, it's all good. Um, we, um, yeah, so we played quite a bit back in the day and then We were in the folk zones together, so we've always kind of played music together, but we also, like, I was friends with him long before that. And then during the pandemic, I know he was kind of playing with, since he moved um, to Moncton, New Brunswick, Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but maybe like four or five years Yeah, I think it was like
0: five years ago, he was saying.
1: And, yeah, and so after he moved there, I know he was playing with some guys, and uh, I just started talking to him once in a while, and I guess they were planning on recording and uh, something happened with the the drummer they had and uh i guess they were planning to record and do some stuff and it, this was during the pandemic mind you so that you can really get together too much and all that and uh they are in new brunswick and i'm in here so he asked me if i would play the drums or record the drums and then send them the the files so they can mix it and all that and uh, like I first said, I was like, yeah, sure. I'd, you know, there's no real intention to be a band, so to speak. Uh, I was just like, yeah, I'll, these songs are awesome. I'll, I'll record them, and send them to you. I can't wait. It's a lot of fun. And uh, actually gave me a little something to do and keep my mind off of uh, how the world was at that time to right. keep, keep uh, be busy and playing drums and whatnot. So, uh, I actually not played drums for a while before he asked me to do that. Yeah. So, so um, I had to, like, practice. So, the first song he sent me was Holy Roller, which is a single, the first single we put out. And um, I had, before I recorded that, I had to basically uh, practice. I, I, pr- I think I played drums for, like, eight hours before. It was, like, the... I just kept playing because I felt I didn't feel good enough to record. I wasn't fluid, I I was not loose because I haven't spent so well, a while since I played. And then uh, finally I felt good enough and then recorded it and uh, sent it to him and it turned out really well. And then, yeah, he just kept sending me songs and then uh, uh, he had already had the band name uh, picked out. It was uh, with um, the members at that time were Red. Uh, redmond Kang um and Alex Lemieux were playing he was playing bass yeah. um, but then uh Alex has since left, and now we have Eric Blond bon who is play, playing bass, and we actually added a guitar, another guitar player, our friend uh, Greg Mortley, who will be playing with us as well but oh. um yeah, so I, I just basically recorded this the drum parts here at my place and then sent them to uh, Spencer and we got Dean and to mix and master them and add the magic and make it sound listenable and then um, next thing you know we're like hey
0: let's link in a band and uh, that may just happen that way. Yeah, and then you guys are going on tour, you guys did a small tour last, I suppose, last year, I saw you guys in Guelph with uh, Choices Made. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one, that's a good show, that was at the uh, Jimmy Jazz? Yeah, that
1: was our, our first show um, in Ontario, the first show of that, that small tour. Yeah, yeah you, didn't awesome. you guys do like, a tour,
0: tour down east too for a bit?
1: No, we, we played a couple shows. Uh, we did like a home opener in Moncton uh, when the record came out. And then we played a festival in uh, Miramichi, which oh, was go. God, the Gig & Groove Festival, I
0: believe. Right, and uh, so yeah, had just those two shows we played out there. So was that and a different? So was that a different time, like for you to record an album, like just sitting at home and sending audio files and? Yeah, it was, it was quite
1: convenient for me at the time. I was actually on paternity leave. We had just had our daughter, and
0: um, oh, how many kids you guys have? Uh, we have one. All oh, right, I'm cool.
1: Yeah, so she was quite. She's only. She's quite young at that time, like uh, a baby. So uh, when she was asleep and stuff, I would or doing whatever, I would record the, the drums like late at night. Because we actually recorded on electric drums.
0: Oh, so, no boys, way, really, huh?
1: Yeah, so it was a little bit easier that way um, in terms of like, I could just play at nighttime or didn't have to uh, mic up the whole drum set. and It just made it more convenient because we actually didn't, Think about the being I, I don't think it was actually going to be a band at that point until like we kind of got rolling in it like "Yo, know this sounds really good and
0: it's a lot of fun. crushes on
1: the songs are awesome and then uh our fleet so yeah we did that electric drums and on electric drums and uh just made it a lot easier just to
0: get the songs back and forth yeah i know like the albums uh uh, it's a banger like i was saying to spencer too like during the pandemic like i like i've met spencer maybe once or twice in my life and then he came like the thing came up on my ig and then you guys would drop a single every like month and a half three months and it was just there was and i'm not gonna lie to you either like it's probably one of the best hard rock indie albums i've heard in a long time i usually have um Pretty good having my ear to the ground, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You're always posting uh, like different clips and new
1: music and bands and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. That's 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 good to know. We're we're pretty proud of that album too. It's turned out really well. Well, I can't and, wait for uh, a second like the, one. The, the songs are pretty strong on that. Which uh, it's like a, a little different in terms of. It's not like punk. It's not metal. It's not hardcore. It's it it's is- it's like rock basically, but it has all those elements in it. And, yeah, for uh, sure. Like it's even got like some bluesy elements. It just, I don't know, it just really matches well and for some reason it sounds cohesive rather than like kind of scattered. You can't you can't really tell in my opinion you can't tell each part It's like, oh well, that's a blues part, that's a emo part. That's like I I feel like it actually blends and mixes very well so it to be cohesive that way.
0: Yeah, I know, and that's the thing too like that like I said before like the album's like did it- You know, melts my face every time I hear it. Um, But there's no really uh, a genre to it, but you can totally hear what you're saying. We're like metal, punk and stuff like that. Um, What do you do for a full-time job?
1: I am a transit operator, so
0: I drive a bus. Right on. So you get to listen to all the music. (laughs) Right. Um, And you guys, do you guys have plans for a second album or
1: yeah we have a couple songs written um we're hoping to do it sooner but uh it's taking a little longer than we thought but it's uh yeah spencer's working on new songs uh we've got sent some files back and forth we've got some riffs going so i we're hoping i think this year or actually i guess not this year but uh probably by early 2024 we should have uh something new to show everybody
0: yeah and you guys um what do you listen to right now like what's what's in your headset right now other than my voice <laughs>
1: um I listen to a lot of, lately I've been listening to Teenage Wrists a lot um yeah they're on
0: Eptop aren't they I think so yeah I think so um
1: well Sleep Token another band I haven't heard of them um
0: watch well, what's sleep token like
1: um it's kind of genty uh metal uh, but like the, it has really the singer is quite i don't know, i find him his, his voice is a lot different he sings a little uh he's got a very unique style to his voice and the whole band is actually they wear masks and uh don't really have like you don't know the member the individual members oh okay it's, so it's uh, quite the image, but um, it's, uh, the like, music is re- really, well, well done. Really good.
0: It's like uh, what do you call it? Uh, like a Slipknot sort of like vibe, sort of.
1: Yeah, something like that. A little more. Um, I'd say,
0: not as uh, hard metal. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with by with the masks and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm always kind of weird. Like I'm always kind of weird out with like when I see bands that cover their face. So I don't I don't know like you want to see the person playing the music right? Yeah,
1: um, sometimes it works. It uh, depends on like the show and how uh, the, the style of the brand that you're trying to the, the entertainment value. I that, guess so. yeah.
0: I guess it's all a stage presence too, right? I never never really thought about it like that though.
1: Yeah, and, and in terms of Sleep Token, they have like a whole story that's kind of. Uh, I don't really remember the story, but I know there's some kind of like, it's almost like a comic booky type of thing. Oh, I mean, like, it's like, like science Co- fiction.
0: Yeah, it's like Coheed, right? Coheed's the same thing. Yeah. yeah Coheed and Canberra, like, all their albums are, it's a yeah, story, so it's a, a comic book. A, a, a separate story
1: that the, is supposed to be the underlying reason for the band, and they're
0: supposed to play off each other. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I gotta check them out. Um so you guys got uh what else, what else have you what you else been up to like uh when you were recording uh during covid like that took a lot off your mind huh yeah no, well, it took
1: uh that whole time was pretty uh pretty rough pretty, yeah pretty crappy,
0: yeah, especially yeah. having a young uh young daughter at the time too right
1: yeah, it was a really weird dynamic, and we 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 were coming out of the whole like newborn baby fog thing and then next thing you know oh we can't do anything and uh can't see anybody yeah so that took a lot of uh
0: work to get to that but um things are looking up oh yeah well i think i think right now people um regardless i like you know people get vaccinated and that's the reason why we got vaccines and stuff like that i I was reading uh, reading the CBC and apparently it's come back at the end of October. I think it's gonna be like a yearly thing, like the flu sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you ever get it? No, I never got it. No. Um, Yeah, us neither. Yeah, I know. We're extremely precautious. So yeah, with uh, Jennifer and I, uh, we actually met during the pandemic on Bumble. Um, Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's the probably the most positive thing that came out out of the uh, pandemic for me, but. Jennifer's dad's uh, an older gentleman, so she went to me. She's like, uh, "Do you believe in science?" I said, "Yes, <laughs> I do believe in science." She's like, "Perfect." Um, so we were like, uh, I think we had four of us, like two boosters and two fans. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like my main opinion on the pandemic or whatever. Um, obviously, the government did take advantage of it for sure. I will. I will say that, but also to like, when's the last time you had mumps, right? When's the last time you had like,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I don't know with anything. I think you should just take as much of the information as you can from reliable sources and,
0: and uh, get your own
1: truth out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so like when I'm looking at, I look at people who I would listen, listen to, or I think are, uh, I would value their opinions on things like this, like different doctors or, uh, um, I don't know. Anyone has more knowledge than myself, of course. Well, yeah, well, I I would take what they're saying and I, then I would judge for my own and then I would proceed to, uh, kind of do whatever I think works for me. Yeah, for sure. in, In that situation, that was, uh, pretty much, yeah, just listening to doctors and, well especially
0: having a young daughter too right like yeah you
1: gotta look out for uh, the people around you
0: your family so, yeah, and, you and regardless like into, I know lots of people what's that sorry a lot of things to take into consideration well that's the thing too is like I know lots of people that have like different opinions on it and I have my own opinion um you know uh, I don't disregard anyone's opinion um, because I think that would sort of I don't Maybe I do. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah,
1: it's a whole weird thing, and I think it's pretty, pretty like, divided, which is... Really
0: I don't wild. know. Like, when, when the trucker convoy thing happened, I was like, what in the fuck is going on now? <laughs> like, really? Like, I yeah, knew, that was kind of weird, especially well, since
1: it was already kind of... Fucking over. over? Yeah, was, maybe not over, but it was pretty much... your are kind of settled,
0: you know? Well, everyone's like so it's starting... Everyone's starting, yeah, exactly. Everyone's just starting to figure out, figure it out. And you got people like I know one dude that was—he doesn't live in Ottawa anymore. He did when that happened. He was like, it was the worst fucking two weeks of his life. Really? And wow. he moved. He's like, f this, dude, I'm out. Because like, there's horns going on. Yeah, I don't off. know anyone that was
1: uh, there oh, during that, no. but like, because so you only hear or read what's on the news. But uh, to be there and have someone who kind
0: of went through it, that'd be
1: interesting to hear. Oh, he say. called
0: me. He was like, I'm like, how's it going? Like, or I called him, I should say. I'm like, hey, how you doing? He's like, I haven't slept for four days. Oh, geez. Like, it was like horns going. I was like, Woodstock for hillbillies. I mean, <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't know. Like,
1: it's like a toothpaste. Like, nine out of ten dentists recommend this toothpaste. And then <laughs> some, some, some people... Like oh that last dentist I'm gonna I'm gonna choose what he has to say yeah uh, he's that that one's a dentist for me you know what I mean the, yeah it's, it's well one with the other point.
0: nine that you know like I don't know it's I don't know I, I I just think that whole thing was just a waste of time and it's still going on today too and it's weird too um, I knew we were, I knew we were going to talk about this but whatever um, is every time I see a car or a truck with a Canadian flag on it. I have a different opinion. Yeah,
1: that's that. kind of sad. Like, you know what I mean? It is kind of sad. The same way.
0: Because it's like, okay, like... Kind of uh, hijacked the, the flag. Well, the flag. that's what I mean. It's like, what kind of douche is sitting in that car? Like, you already know what the person person's like. You know what I mean? Like, Or whatever. You're just assuming that they're on that side. But it's... I don't know. They sort of hijacked it. and Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's what... But uh, you guys got a bunch of shows coming out too, in Ontario soon? Yeah, so we got uh,
1: some shows coming up this October. Uh, we got just four we're going to do. Um, we have Branton October 13th, Hamilton the 14th, and then the following weekend we have Oshawa on the 20th and London on the 21st. And I think in between that week we'll probably do some writing and uh, maybe jamming for the next record as well
0: so when you uh when you guys jammed, do you guys rent out of space or do you
1: it depends on the situation but yeah probably have to rent a space
0: yeah and um so will this be the first time you guys get to write together or like without like like
1: um uh well we have jammed before and uh so basically like we get some riffs that come out of that and then they end up being songs down the line, so yeah, uh, it won't be the first time that a song or riff has came out of a jam, and uh, it's just always good to, it's 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 nice to have everyone in the same room, even though because of our situation, it's really difficult.
0: Yeah, for sure, because like because all the other guys live out in Moncton,
1: right? Well, yeah, well, well, Spencer and Red live in Moncton now, but now there's actually with the, me and Eric mm-hmm. and. Greg, we're actually in Brampton, in Ontario here. So there's actually it went from being more of a Moncton-based band to now three out of five members are in, in Ontario.
0: So well, that's kind of
1: switched over that way.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird how that happened because it was like you said it was a Moncton-based
1: band, yeah, right? I, I originally I was the only member in Ontario, and then now the other two guys we have uh, we're kind of split now. Two more guys are here.
0: So are you guys going to do a full album or like 12 songs?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I think it'll probably be, I'm mm-hmm. guessing it'll be another full length. Yeah. Yeah, maybe 10, 9 or 10 songs. Right on. But uh, really, see how it goes. We, if we get um, five, or six songs we feel are ready to go and we want to do it earlier, maybe it
0: be, see how it goes. So, do you think you guys will do any physical releases of the album, or just, just going to do the streaming?
1: Uh, well, I think a physical release would be cool if we ended up touring or uh, like do, going on some kind of longer tour. Yeah. Just so we have that opportunity to sell them, but at this point, we probably won't unless we do like some uh, pre-sales or a limited edition type of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Ian, the artwork of it's uh, amazing, too, from the last, uh... You know what's second. crazy is
1: that Spencer just did that himself, which is, like, he did... Because we did a staggered, um... We just released pretty much, like, half the album as singles, so, like, one every couple months. Yeah. He, he did a, it, uh, it's, each album has, or each song has their own, its own artwork that Spencer yeah. did. And I think so it's... it's kind, of, kind of cool, also.
0: Yeah, I think it's really wicked how you guys did that, too, um... Because it's something to look forward to, and there's a lot of other bands that are doing that now too, right? Just because of the way the industry yeah. is right now, right? Like, Yeah, things have changed dramatically
1: oh, in terms of uh, getting in a van and sleeping behind, beside a box full of CDs or whatever, you know, it's uh, Now it's a little different, it's funny how records are uh, more of a thing now, and like I buy records too, so
0: yeah also do i like we buy vinyl and it's always fucking expensive as shit too
1: yeah exactly it's Um,
0: just it's crazy how tapes try to make a comeback too eh
1: i think they are a little bit like i know um i've seen my my friend uh put out tapes i know my friend uh you know the band waivers. they had a tape yeah made so yeah it's, it is
0: pretty funny I, I i got one of those tapes i don't think i even have a tape player though but. well that's what i mean too is like i don't even like i understand actually having the physical copy of the tape but why wouldn't you just put it like a cd or a record like you know it's like the uh old uh old Belvedere uh uh album fast forward uh eats the tape right is it fast yeah forward, fast forward <laughs> yeah, they're, kills they're the never
1: tape? uh very reliable
0: media No, not at all, right? Cuz Metallica yeah, you know, the
1: the the pencil or the pen if it, if it uh, if it got uh the tape got stretched out. Yeah, wheel it's it, Wheel it back in.
0: Like I was looking at uh at Metallica's new album they put it on a tape. I'm like, "Why in the fuck <laughs> would that band put it a tape? Like how many people are going to buy that tape?" I I don't get it. Now, nah, what maybe it's me. I don't know. But also uh, too this is more like a collector's item on this Friday. I guess, yeah. Like, don't get wrong, like if I see like I actually bought uh do you know the band Mr. Bungle? Oh yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's a band that got me through the pandemic. Um
1: They're, they're coming to uh, Dude, Toronto, so I right?
0: wanna fucking go to that show so hard, but I gotta work. Oh uh, no. Um because uh with that album that they did, um uh Raising Rash of the Easter Bunny demo, that's what they called okay. it okay so quick story is it quick maybe not i think it is so they re-recorded a demo they recorded in the 80s so it's all like thrash metal okay so they re-recorded the demo and they got um scott ian from anthrax playing on it yeah i knew that yes. and they got um dave Lombardo as as, as as the drummer from slayer oh yeah Yeah, so he's on that album too. If you want a thrash album that will bring you back to like 1988 or like (laughs) old Metallica, put that fucking thing on and call me in the morning because it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I don't think I've heard that one. No, you have to hear it. So I bought that on CD and then uh, I ordered it uh, through Amazon uh, because the cover's pretty cool, whatever. And I said, fuck it, whatever. So it shows up to the door, I'm like, what am I going to play this on? (laughs) <laughs> why do I have this right now
1: I, I actually looked at uh, getting a tape player yeah and some of them are just a, oh, oh, obnoxiously priced people I guess those people are trying to cash in on kind of like a vintage relic uh, thing so to buy just a cassette tape player I, <laughs> I looked like they were like 200 bucks when I was looking at them
0: what's you can probably buy a Casio at some yard sale for ten dollars.
1: If you can even find one though.
0: That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. But also too, like, even with vinyls too, like even a press vinyl, like is it's expensive. Oh Sorry, dude, it's, not cheap. it's insane. Um and you guys are on Bandcamp too, aren't you? Yeah, we're on Bandcamp. All the streaming sites, um yeah. Spotify,
1: Apple Music, all that stuff.
0: Yeah, I just—I I
1: didn't tell you. I, I'm also in. Uh, been doing a thing, a metal project uh, called Chug Dealer. What's it called? Chug Dealer.
0: Amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's heavy metal, but a little comical. Uh,
0: not too serious.
1: Yeah, not too serious. It doesn't take itself too serious at all. It's um, just basically heavy ass music but with a little fun added to it so nice. that's on Spotify also it's called Chug Dealer the first um single is uh, what is it called
0: that's amazing I, I just about. even love the name <laughs> <laughs> Chug Dealer yeah it a friend
1: of mine Greg he uh started doing he had this idea for um like put uh, metal he had a bunch of riffs basically and some heavy heavy stuff so he wanted to record it and he asked me what i was doing i said yeah i'm into it and so we started putting some songs together the first song is actually called emergency concert shit
0: i'm i'm gonna i got spotify hold on just a minute i gotta fucking what's the artwork look like it's a, a zombie in a bathroom Oh, there it is.
1: <laughs>
0: that is wicked. That looks like something out of fucking Dead Red, uh, Redemption, huh? That's fucking yeah, wicked. Yeah, it does look very video It does, yeah, it looks great. Um, emergency well, we concert have, uh, shit. I think
1: three songs.
0: I just see the one up here now. Oh, you guys have an EP, yeah? Or, uh, just one single out so far. Just one single? Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it right now. Fuck, you're all over the map, eh? Hey? So you got this one, you got, uh, Truce. Uh, what's the other one? Um, the other band you are talking about? Cheat Notes. Cheat Notes. Yeah. yeah. um, I gotta give that a follow. Um, that's fucking crazy. So, I just got, uh, have you ever heard of the band Brookfield Lane? No. Oh, sorry, Brookfield Line. I haven't. No. Oh, okay, they reached out to me last night. Um do a podcast with them um, because I'm now on TikTok so okay I don't know, like it's like a lot of views like I was sort of not going to do the TikTok and then someone's like "Mm, you should probably do TikTok so
1: I was on it for a bit but then I just decided against it and deleted it
0: (laughs) yeah I don't know like I threw it I I signed up last uh yesterday. I got like four hundred views on the one video, so I said uh, I guess it's doing something. Um it's free, so whatever. Anyways, yeah, this Bankelbrook uh field line. Where are they called? Uh, no, New Brunswick. Nice. Uh it's like uh sheepdogs with a piano four piece rock band outfit. I've never listened to them before. Um so i like give them a listen and talk to them. But it was actually like the first band that actually contacted me to sit there and say, hey, listen. Well, that's
1: awesome. That'd yeah, be-
0: it's pretty cool. You're getting the word out. That's cool. I guess, yeah. It is what it is. I This emergency concert shit song, I can't wait to blast <laughs> this when I'm having a shower. Because <laughs> I... I, so like, I it, the,
1: the lyrics are kind of vulgar, but it's... Uh, oh, whatever, uh, man. Good fun. It's pretty, pretty funny.
0: Yeah, because um, yeah, I never usually do my podcast... Uh, at 10, 24 a.m. in the morning. It's usually after work with a couple of beers, and then towards the end, they kind of get kind of... Myself tired.
1: as well. I'm, I'm just getting I, I, Yeah, I'm just waking up myself.
0: Yeah, so, like, when you said 10 a.m., I was like, all right, cool, right on. Um, are you still teaching drums, though, or no?
1: No, I haven't uh, haven't had time to really teach anybody for quite some time. Yeah. Just a whole other thing. With the family and all that stuff, just batting, it's...
0: To and how do you like being a father?
1: It's amazing. It's uh, it's wild. <laughs> it's yeah, it's wild.
0: Yeah. Do you guys plan to have any more kids or? Uh, I don't know. It's, Let's see what happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like we have. Uh, I don't have any kids myself, but uh, Jeff and I have. Uh, we started off with two cats, all of them Pimento. Oh, that's the name. Of the, okay.
1: Yeah, that's the name so of the that's where that. it comes from. I was wondering what that name came
0: from. Yeah, so we named it after our cats and then uh we decided to get another one so i named or we i should say i guess i did but we did uh, named him mr martini get <laughs> that it works. That's, uh... yeah it's it's a funny joke and i just love telling the story but uh so yeah that's where that came from so originally it was supposed to be about uh, cats and that's about it so but i threw in some cooking and some and I'm like, ah, I know. Mar- I, I,
1: yeah, that when I heard the name, I thought it was something about being a chef.
0: Yeah, um, well, the first episode, it, like, I talked to my friend Jason Doby. Um, I got a couple more chefs coming on, too, just to talk about the um, industry, if you will, the positives and the negatives of it. Um, the first episode, like, is a, if you listen to it, and if you're not really in the industry, it'll, it's an eye-opener, and it's like, holy shit, this is what these guys do.
1: Um, when did you
0: move from uh, Handsome Devil to the Evelyn? Oh, I moved uh, in January, February. Um, why, why the switch? Um, I just, it's more of a life balance, if you will. So okay. what I did is I took a step back. Um, I'm a sous chef at the Evelyn. Yeah. Um, I just took a step back just because, um, you know, I wanted to have more of a life balance on home. Oh, don't um, we all. Yeah, exactly, and he never usually works out like that, but it's been working out really well. Um, it's fantastic. I, yeah, I
1: did go, we went to the Evelyn that day. I was talking
0: to you, uh,
1: messaging you. Yeah, it was delicious. Yeah, I know. The first time we took my daughter to a restaurant. Oh which no her name way! It's actually uh, it has the same name. Yeah, Evelyn. So.
0: What's your daughter's name? Sorry, Evelyn. Oh no shit! I didn't know what? that. That's wicked. I gotta tell my <laughs> boss that. He'll lose <laughs> his nuts. Um, yeah, that, that was her first restaurant that we took her to. So. How old is she now? She's almost four. Oh, wow. That's cool, man. Um, yeah, no, it was just like a work-life balance. It's a smaller restaurant. Uh, I'm not in like, I'm still in high demand, but it's, I'm not like, it's, I'm working with another another chef where it's like, we, we can give each other days off if we need it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's with, great. Without just having it just being me and then a bunch of kids right so like no like no harm to the handsome devil like they uh they help me out and they're great people and i'm going there for dinner tonight <laughs> yes, um, that, we, we, we
1: went there as uh, the truce went there uh, last october i guess that's yeah real, so, real
0: good yeah man so funny story so this the guy i was working with online um my sous chef at the time he thought you guys were alexis on fire I was like What are you talking about He's like I thought that was Lux on fire He was like a kid Like he's like 19 Uh, I think he's 21 right now But he was like 19 at the time Because like in the kitchen I usually play a lot of Lux on fire Or like Coheed And stuff to get me Amped up and going But yeah man I'm glad you Glad you enjoyed the uh, Evelyn Um, I wish I was actually There cooking I would have sat there And said hi But it was a day off So
1: Yeah it's all
0: good Yeah man yeah what would you guys do in Laura
1: We went to the gorge went uh just walked around town yeah the ice cream and stuff
0: that place is busy <laughs> during the summer
1: yeah it's a nice little nice little city nice little town yeah um, it's nice to just
0: kind of walk around get out of Brampton pretty much yeah yeah i know it's uh, it's a lot different uh because during the pandemic uh t o did an article on the ten 10- uh, most small towns to go to. So number one was like Niagara on the Lake, and then number two was the Lower Ontario. Oh wow!
1: Yeah, I know. I noticed a sign that said it's the most road trip worthy town.
0: Yeah, that doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> in the summertime, like the place is busy. Like it's like well, well you've seen it too.
1: Are, are going to be are all packed and people are going to, to restaurants and all that. So
0: yeah. Has uh, Brampton changed uh, since uh, back in the day? It's so busy. It's there's The traffic is busy. It's just a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember um, growing up in Caledon. Uh, like We used to sit there and go down and see you guys play. Um, actually, the first time someone told me about you guys was Rob Yates. Um, I don't know if you recognize the name or not. I do, yeah. You I do. can't put a face to it, but I know yeah. the name. So he came over and he had the first Wheels album. That's the green and yellow one, right? Yeah. yeah. That Was. Yeah, it's green, yellow, red. I think. Yeah. The cover. And then in the loop is blue, uh, blue and gray, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 So he, so he sat there and he introduced me to that. I'm like, "Fuck this rips." And then, um, then you were playing with Johnny Lane for a bit. Yeah. And then, uh. Yeah, uh
1: Johnny, you, you, we've been friends since high school and jammed all, all Yeah, all he's the time.
0: guitar attacking too now, isn't he, for Billy Talent? Yeah, he is. Fuck. I, every time I see his post on Instagram, he's like in Germany or some shit like that, just touring the world. Yeah,
1: he's always, uh. Yeah, he's always, well, I guess they tour quite a bit, so he's wherever they are, he's there traveling the world. It's pretty cool.
0: So give me your top three bands of all time all time. Yeah. Okay, we can make a 5 if you want.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see, death tones maybe? No. Uh, no effects. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, well, Jimi Hendrix are, I listened to quite a bit, quite a Mitch Mitchell and Buddy Miles are quite uh Influence on me early on, so I guess I say Jimi Hendrix Band of Gypsies.
0: Yeah, um, Slayer. Fucking right, dude. And that's the, you know what, man. I'll fucking say it to you, okay. I will take Slayer over Metallica any day of the week. Same. It's it's insane how they weren't bigger than Metallica. Like I maybe it was press maybe whatever, but I don't know, man. Like Seasons in the Abyss. I'm going I mean, I
1: guess it has a lot to do with the topics that they would sing about and their imagery.
0: And the album cover, yeah.
1: Album covers.
0: yeah. I think up? it was
1: a little bit more against the grain than Metallica. Yeah. And Metallica. Slayer never did a uh, black album either, so.
0: You don't think so, eh?
1: Well, that album is just, no matter what genre, that's just a, an amazing album.
0: By Metallica, yeah, the Black Album, yeah. And that's yeah. the thing, too, is like... Um, I was having this conversation with someone else, too. It's like ACDC, Back in Black. Yeah. That fucking album, dude, from track one to the last track, you don't skip a track. You don't skip a song, because they're all fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, those albums are great. And the Black Album is like that, too. And that helped, I think, Metallica kind of cross over into
0: mainstream. Mainstream, yeah. Well, I know, like... Um, well, yeah, because then Slayer's got an album called "God Hates Us All" too, right? So,
1: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help.
0: But it's a it's a crazy <laughs> record though, and there's a lot of good riffs and a lot of good drum beats on there. Yeah, I love that record. God That's hates yeah. us all. I have that on vinyl, and it's nice. when I bought it, I was like, there was a limited edition and the regular edition. I just got the regular edition because I didn't feel like paying the extra sixty five dollars. Um, <laughs> It's white cover it's fucking great man just a slayer and god hates us all with three uh upside down crosses oh sweet i remember when that came out um
1: just like putting it on and kind of reading the album or the i didn't have I had the cd so the the booklet that came with the cd yeah and then going to the show on that tour uh, i think i've seen slayer like
0: four or five times. Oh, no shit. I've seen Slayer, like, at least... I think I've seen them three times. They're probably one of my... One show I saw them with, uh, top three shows, was when they were touring with Sick of It All. Oh, sweet. That'd be good. So Sick of It All opened and then uh, Slayer was the headliner. I saw them at the warehouse in Toronto. That was... That's probably one of my top three shows of all time. I've never seen Sick of It All. Oh, I've seen them a bunch of times. You want to see a fucking room explode that's bad oh it's insane dude so another question too uh stones or beetles beetles yeah okay that's the right answer every time someone says stones i'm like no that's not a right. certain, certain type of person that says stones well well that's what like i mean To like i had this conversation with uh fuck who was it my uh, harry on his first time on the podcast I just don't understand. Like, no one's going to sit there and buy the reissue of fucking Voodoo Lounge. You know what I mean, <laughs> like, don't the get me wrong. They have a
1: lot of crappy CDs. Like, they're, they're, they put out a, some, some,
0: some Well, like, that's but, the thing, too. Like, a lot of bands do put out junk, right? Like, no facts. Like, don't get me wrong. They're probably one of my top five favorite bands. Have they put out a lot of junk? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it,
1: it just happens when you have such a long career.
0: Well, I'm you glad.
1: Can't put out, uh, Every, everything can't be
0: punkin and or so long right well so long so long thanks for all the shoes is in my opinion it's their best album, right beside the decline yeah i love um, the decline too yeah um the other one uh a lot of the new ones i like there's a couple of tracks i'm like okay cool whatever um i'm actually sort of glad they're sort of wrapping it up um they're doing like uh there's a farewell tour, and I think Fat Mike will stick with it, too. I, I think, think
1: so. I can't see them doing the whole Kiss thing.
0: No. Well, it's like, fucking, doing it wrong, I love Motley Crue, but I've seen Motley Crue's farewell tour probably three times. <laughs> like, it's what it is, whatever, but...
1: They're just ringing it out, basically.
0: Well, just ringing have, it out. well, that's what I mean by the Stones, it's like, all the earlier stuff is really good. Anything in, like, I don't know, man. Bridges to Babylon, like, no, I don't know. I work with a guy who loves the Stones, and every time I talk with the Stones, he fucking cringes. Um, (laughs) But funny too is like I'll walk in to the kitchen, and he'll put on Bridges to Babylon. I'll look at him like, why are you playing this? He's like,
1: Keith Richards' solo album. Horrible. There's a, there's a few songs on a diary with, like, I can't remember what they're called, but I remember, like, I would actually, when I was younger, when they came out, I played drums to them, like, while well, practicing.
0: Yeah, like, I, like, and that's the thing, too, is, like, I'm a Beatles guy, and I will always be a Beatles guy. Um, there's certain songs by the Stones, like, I totally do respect. Um, I don't know, I just, I think the Beatles, their harmony and their songwriting are 10 times better, better than the Stones. Oh yeah, 100%. Like, you cannot tell me that... Like, maybe back in the day, the Stones wrote their own songs. Right now, I don't... I don't know. I don't, they probably have collaborations with people writing lyrics. Like, I... I'm only a singer. They, they're, they're
1: up there. They, they, they gotta be, like, hundreds of years old.
0: I'm actually really surprised you're doing a new album.
1: Um, well, Charlie Watts passed. Yes. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I think is it. I, think, I don't remember who the drummer is. But I, Charlie Watts. Just, no, the, uh, the the new the drummer? drummer. Oh, it's yeah. the drummer
0: from uh, Springsteen. Uh, Weinstein Max. Or no, Weinberg? is it? No, I forget. He's in another band. No, it's not Max Weinberg. No, Keltner Jim Keltner. Maybe. But, like, I was really surprised when they sat there and, don't get wrong, whenever, like, bands continue with band members, right? Like, Allison Chains did it. Um, so did STP. But, it's not the same, you know what I mean? I was yeah. really surprised that they sat there and did a new album with a... I thought they were done. I thought they would have... Because Charlie yeah. Watts, in my own opinion, like, if you want to talk about people in the band that actually mean something, it's Charlie Watts. Yeah. Okay, like, Mick, Okay, stage presence, whatever. Um, Keith Richards, sure. But I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like, if you didn't have Charlie Watts behind that drum kit, I don't think they would be where they are right now. Yeah, he was the, like, reason I kind of can tolerate the Stones, basically. Well, yeah, you come from a drumming aspect to you, right? Yeah. That's the only, that's I think that's the reason I can sit there and listen to it. It's, like, because of Charlie Watts. And it's, like...
1: Speaking of the whole Farewell Tours, what do
0: you think of the Pantera thing? I have my own opinions on Pantera. uh, How do I say this? Um, They represent, okay. The band is good. Um, Back in the day, for what they were preaching was kind of iffy. Um, Because the singer has a lot of different views on the world, if you will yeah other than phil being a dick yeah like you know like there's a lot of a lot of stuff that he shouldn't be talking about. like back in the day when he was doing interviews like it was borderline racism if you will um i would probably say past that border <laughs> yeah i think he is now but i don't know like i i dig zach wilde I think Zach Wall is probably my top three guitar players of all time. I've seen Black Label Society. Um, it, the only thing with Pantera, with that band, is some of their fans. Because like, back in the day, when you listen to Pantera, uh, they would associate themselves with the Confederate flag.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's... Yeah, I think it's even on the album. On the album. Well, it's, yeah. it, I think it's on all their album covers, or somewhere on the album covers, or there's some sort of patch on their leather vest or whatever. And yeah. that's the thing with Pantera. Like, I respect the playing and stuff like that. I don't agree what they stood for for back in the day, right? Yeah, um,
1: it's I weird think it, how like years later we kind of recognize these types of things. But at the time,
0: when you're just like, "Oh, it's cool music," you don't really look too into. Well, what we represents. we were young too, right? And yeah. to be honest with you, like we. Like, I wasn't that educated into it and I was listening to Pantera when I was a teenager. Like, when I heard... Yeah, cow- same. I was like, oh, it's
1: heavy, it's cool.
0: When I heard Cowboys from Hell, I'm like, holy fuck, this thing rips, right? And then yeah. 15 years later, my eyes are a lot open. And I, I'll say it, I'm a huge libtard, I don't care. <laughs> um, But I didn't like what they represented, like, back in the day right now. Like, for them going on tour, sure. Um, would I have? I would have if I went to that show in Toronto, anyway, I love Lamb of God, like Lamb of God, they're fucking brilliant. Um, I would have rather seen Pantera open up for Lamb of God because you're yeah. only seeing two original members, or if they would have sat there and said Pantera was Zach Wild, yeah, sure, but like I know someone that went to the show and they sat there and uh, they told me that, uh, Every time, what's the guy? What's the singer's name? again for Pantera.
1: Phil Anselmo. Yeah.
0: So every time he started talking about something, uh, not too good, if you will, um, Zach Wilde would sit there and play over top of him. <laughs> I like. I asked him like for real, and he's like, "Oh yeah, there's some things he was sitting there saying," and then Zach would like just to sort of uh, cover it up. But yeah, Phil, I, I don't agree with him. That's them at crazy. All. Yeah. I don't know i i don't think i if i had the day off i'd probably pay money because i like seeing lamb of god um i've never seen them so i would probably just went there for that and i guess that's how i roll too like if i go to a show like if i don't like the headliner it's because i'm there for the two opening acts
1: yeah yeah Lamb of god is good i've uh, seen them once i believe yeah but that was the old like the original lineup too
0: yeah the singer's pretty yeah the singer's pretty um pretty good like he's he's pretty like he's he doesn't have the same aspects on views on life as Pantera which I thought it was really weird that they were on the same bill because he's pretty pretty vocal about his opinions so I don't know what was the last show you went to oh it's been a while oh yeah
1: um I have no idea (laughs) <laughs> cool, right on. Good talk. I haven't been to a show in a very long time.
0: Yeah, I know when um
1: Other than playing the show, like the, the show that Drew's played, I haven't been to one quite some time.
0: Yeah, we got a couple lined up. Actually, tonight we're going to... Do you know the band uh, Royal Castles?
1: I do. I, I know the name. I think I've heard songs, so I can't really put both together.
0: Yeah, so we're checking them out, and we're checking out the band Zeus. That's a cool name. Uh, yeah, they're a band... Um, I think it's a sub band from Cuff the Duke. Okay. Um, I think there's a few members in that. And then um, I just found they play. uh, they're playing at the Lord Brewing Company. Oh sweet. And so like, we're a bunch of us going to have dinner and then walk across the Crossroads for the show. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like they do a lot of uh, a lot of good shows at the Lord Brewing Company and uh, Riverfest usually puts them on too, and they do a good a good uh, good job. But uh, I recently just found it last night. Uh, Jeff and I go to a lot of shows. Um, and so I said to her, I'm like, she was talking about tickets like a couple weeks ago. I'm like, and I would spent her, I'm like, can, can you look on the email thing in your phone and find out uh, when, uh, what concerts we're going to? So it so happens that uh, she bought, or we, uh, she bought tickets to um, Rusty. Remember the band Rusty? Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so the next night, at the same venue, we're going to see Danko Jones. Oh, sweet. Two nights in a row. I'm like, okay, we're not doing anything else, are we? That's
1: in October?
0: No, that's in... I think it's November. But we plan on
1: seeing... I think Danko's playing in October
0: as well. Yeah, they got a new album And that's another band, too. Like, another Canadian band that should have been fucking... to the top of the charts, man.
1: Yeah, it's so weird that they're audience they're like german uh they're they're huge in germany and they play there all the time in europe and that's kind of sustaining them i think
0: yeah well they're at one point i think they still are too i think they're signed to Burning Heart records over in europe i'm pretty sure they still are um but it's like that's the thing with canadian music like it's if you it's weird how um I You have to leave Canada. To yeah, I know, right? And that's what Billy Talent did too, right? So that's what... Uh, did Alexis leave? No, they stayed. Billy Talent, I know, left. Didn't they? I don't know if they left or not in Canada. But they're huge over in the States, though.
1: Yeah, Billy Talent, I think, is a little bit more worldwide.
0: I think yeah. Alexis
1: is also. But I don't think to the same point. I don't, I don't think in the States they're quite as big, but I'm not sure. I, uh, I yeah. honestly don't know.
0: Yeah, I know it's but there's a lot of bands like in Canada that should in my own opinion that should have been huge. Like propagandy. Like I know they're huge. Oh yeah. Fuck man. Like I just finished and this is going off topic too. Um have you ever seen the documentary um filmage of the descendants? Yes. It's crazy what Dave Grohl says. Um, he's like, if Milo Goes to College was released in 1999, these guys would be millionaires.
1: Yeah, I I believe it.
0: Yeah, so do I. Descendants
1: are are up there for me as well.
0: Oh, top five, dude. (laughs) Top five, at least. And that's the thing. If it wasn't for the Descendants, you wouldn't have Paul Punk. I don't think you would. It's funny. uh, My daughter was just a baby, just
1: being able to lie on the floor and do a little tummy time we put I put on descendants and she would actually kind of wiggle and dance and stuff seemed like she really liked the descendants so
0: that's amazing dude (laughs) that's hilarious actually all right so right now we've been talking for 59 minutes and 36 seconds so Dan Mills no relation um give me Unless all we go
1: way back we have to do one of those 23 of these and probably something way back when
0: yeah i done um <laughs> uh. <laughs> so you're going to give me all your socials
1: i am dan mills drums on everything um facebook and instagram and youtube i put up drum videos once a while. it's been a little uh, while but uh
0: i forgot you did more, that so. yeah man and um, you guys are heading on, to, you're heading on to a truce through Southern Ontario?
1: Yeah, we're doing four shows in October with truce. truce. Um, that is starting October 13th. So if you want to come to those shows, grab some tickets.
0: So where is the big or show happening? That's up. Fall 1?
1: Yeah, that's going to be where we're playing in Brampton.
0: Yeah, and you guys are playing in London too, aren't you?
1: Yeah, so Brampton we're playing with uh, Judgment. Dammit, Goldie and Nodis. Okay. Then Hamilton, we're playing with waivers. Dammit, Goldie again.
0: I think that's and where I'm. Gonna, I think that's where we're going to go see you guys as Hamilton, at. Eh? Because like, yeah, it's it's kind of like for like I would love to go spot one in Brampton, but we live in Fergus, Ontario. Yeah. So that's, that's a little, like, a bit of a ride. uh, I'm gonna say an hour and a half, if you will, maybe hour forty five, going down Highway Ten. Um, but, uh, Hamilton's only like 35, 40 minutes away from us, right? So,
1: beautiful.
0: Yeah, I know, right?
1: Oshawa, we're playing on Friday the 20th. That's with, uh, Choices
0: Made again. Our, our weeks. Fuck, I want to go to that show, man. Damn it. I love seeing Choices Made. I've been, yeah. I've been trying to get, uh, trying to get those guys in the podcast, but they're always, uh, they're guy, hard guys to get a hold of. Um, but, uh, yeah, fuck, I want to go to Oshawa. How far is Oshawa from Ferguson? I gotta map well, that.
1: you're probably looking at about. It's
0: from Branton. It's probably about just over an hour. Fuck's sakes. Yeah. Because when you guys, when you guys, that show you guys did at the Jimmy Jazz with uh, Choices Made and uh, wasn't waivers. waivers, waivers was there too, and you guys, that was a great show, man.
1: Yeah, we last time we basically wanted to do a, just play with our friends, bands, our weeks and our uh, homies, and make a. Like every show, just have a good time, and they're all great bands, which helps.
0: So yeah, they're the good too. The show
1: has just turned out really well.
0: Yeah, did you guys? Yeah, you guys charge admission for that show or no? That
1: Maybe one was a free show.
0: Yeah, yeah you guys should charge guys, fucking ten bucks of the door, shows. man. Fucking The whole show was fucking crazy. But anyways, uh, and uh, what uh, drumsticks do you use, again? I'm uh, endorsing Los Cabos drumsticks. Nice.
1: From uh, New Brunswick, they're a
0: great company. They're making the best sticks, Canadian made. Nice, good work, dude. All right, well, it was a pleasure talking to you, buddy. At, uh, on a Friday morning, <laughs> yeah. coffee, and uh, coffee. Well, yeah, done, bud. Uh, and we'll uh, I'll see you in uh, October in Hamilton. Okay, buddy. Awesome. Okay, thank you very much for doing this. Yeah, no problem. All right,
1: it's cheers. Pleasure. Bye.